0: Hey, everybody. I am here with Calamity, somebody who I've been following their work online for a long time, and I'm very excited to have this conversation. Thank you very much for doing this. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for inviting me to your to your channel. Of course. Oh,
0: thank you. So uh, for lack of better description, I guess the way to just uh, f- explain to people what you do is you were able, or at least the first thing that I discovered of yours was your ability to make Video cards output signals that CRTs, fifteen kilohertz CRTs, would accept. Hmm. So basically, force video cards that weren't supposed to work on RGB monitors to work on that. Um, yeah. Is that how you got started? Like, you know, what's your, you know, what's your origin story with that? Because,
1: well, the, um, actually, I have, uh, I haven't invented anything. Uh, this is, this was already there. Uh, there were already uh, other solutions and. I've just been uh, putting things together. Maybe uh, uh, the the beginning of all uh, was because um, at the time we were using, using uh, the, the arcade VGA. Um, maybe this was like uh, two thousand seven or so, and we started um, trying to add new modes to the to this card because there were some missing important uh, modes like. Like the one for Cave, I can remember. Uh, um, and at the time, we were um, in this uh, forum um, post back with uh, a friend that's uh, recap. Maybe you know him is uh, very he's a master of um, a Japanese video game. And, and we were investigating this this issue. And we also had this uh, Spanish forum uh, Martianitos at the time. And um, uh, in there, we were uh, meeting um, different uh, people. There was one uh, one person, one guy that was um, that created this uh, program that uh, win mode lines. That is that was for me the the um, initiation of everything where I learned how this um, video timings uh, worked, and I started, um, as I said, trying to add modes for the arcade DJ. So. At the time there was also this uh, soft uh, 15 kilo kilohertz uh, that was um, already there working uh, made by sailor sat mm-hmm. and so there were other solutions uh, also power strip but i i'd say that my contribution uh, may, maybe was uh, making this um a modeling generation method uh, that that was um, because because it was Thought that um, uh, it was impossible to to do that in an algorithmic way um, that was flexible enough, and that is that was the beginning. Uh, and I also started to try to uh, make more uh, video cards sub- uh, with support for fifteen kilohertz. And I started that. That was the beginning and um, of things ma- uh, mainly, I think.
0: So. You're definitely being a little humble about this because I started in (laughs) I started retro RGB around 2012, and maybe a year after that, or about the same time, I built uh, I had a Mortal Kombat arcade machine, and I put a PC in it. And at first, I used an arcade VGA, but then I also used it as a test platform. And even then, everywhere I got information on how to do that. You were the one providing the information <laughs> on these forums, posting them. So you might not have been the person to write "Soft Fifteen Kilohertz," but I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for you. So, but, yeah, you've definitely yeah. been at the helm of this stuff with uh, with those other people that you mentioned uh, for quite a long time now.
1: But that wo- that was a pro- process of adoption uh, because you know, if you um, when you read the forums now uh, about. Um, uh, CRTM driver. Uh, they say it's a very complicated. Okay, a very complicated solution. Okay, I, I may agree to some extent, but at the time it was um, easier than the other solutions. I, I believe, um, and that is why the slowly it started to to get adopted in in the arcade fo- uh, forum, Build uh, builder on arcade controls. That is that was the when. When we went to that forum and people started, because we had been already uh, developing this in the Spanish forums for maybe two, three years, and then uh, we moved to the um, to the um, arcade controls forum, and then it was it became um, available available to more people. The time this uh, friend, Bess, um, uh contacted. Um, Chris Kennedy, that he was uh, making one script in, in Perl at the time for, uh, that, that was the region of, of Switch Rest, this uh, project. he was uh, At the beginning, he was on one script in, in Perl. Uh, and he contacted uh, this uh, guy in, in, in the forum. Because I, at the same time I was doing uh, with him, we were trying to create one Linux distribution, um, very preliminary, that used my my mode line methods. And this other Chris Kennedy was uh, trying to automate it in another way. So we joined forces, uh, this was in 2010, I think. Um, And then it became um, more uh, known um, because... At the beginning, it was all, it only was known in the Spanish forums. Then it, uh, we moved there, and that is when it started to become popular, uh, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the the other reason this work is starting to get even more important than it already was is because of the lack of hardware available, and the lack of hardware versus the amount of people who are interested. So when I first signed up for those forums and I first started doing this, there, you know, it, hadn't become as popular as it is now so really the you know an easy way to go about doing it was grab an arcade vga and then you know kind of start from there and then see where you're going but now that there's so many more people who are into this stuff that want to do it you can't really get the arcade vga cards anymore but you can get a whole bunch of other things that are compatible and that's where this starts to really get even more important and then you throw in the custom mode lines so things like groovy mame and now um groovy arcade can Start each game in their original resolution and timings. That's when it starts to become a huge difference for people playing on CRTs.
1: Well, of course, um, the, the, the um, you know the possibility to to use different cards was important, but also at the beginning, uh, uh, soft uh, soft 15 kilohertz uh, also uh, supported um, Nvidia cards and even. Um, Matrox, I mean, the wind model lines also. I restricted everything to AIM uh, API and AIM ND cards. That was like a mm, decision made because um, I, th- I thought that. Cutting uh, down the complexity was um, something that I needed to do because I couldn't. Um, I couldn't have uh, infinite uh, different hardware, and also the um, decision of uh, using uh, single uh, versions of the driver, so I could make sure that everyone was running the same software. In, and that was, um, I mean, that that had the advantage that. The same uh, issues were um, um in everyone's in everyone's system we did, We didn't have different like random situations like now when you update drivers all the time, you get different uh, behavior uh, in between and so that was i, I mean the, 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 the at the beginning the feel, the feeling uh, when every, when this uh, became popular was that people that have used all the solutions and switched it to this. I, I, you, I mean, you get in the forum and go to the old messages. You can read messages of people saying, "Finally, this is working. It just it's, it just works." Uh, before um, I, I'm back to the hobby because uh, before it was uh, and, and that that was like the exciting days that um, finally there was something that was. Um, um, half-automatic, not because this has never been fully automatic.
0: Mm.
1: Also, uh, before this, uh, there was this other solution uh, that was awesome, that was um, advanced made uh, made by um, Andrea Mazzolini. That was an incredible project, but at the time when I went in the hobby, hobby, mm, this project was stalled because um, it had um, it it was an updated um, after uh, MAME, um 106 and it, uh, at that uh, version uh, they the main um, they reworked completely the the video system mm. and this um, this andrea mazzolini the, he didn't uh, update uh, uh, advanced name anymore so I, I i started using advanced MAME, but, in a short period, I wanted to update also. And this is uh, when we uh, studied other solutions. Hmm. Yeah,
0: so I think I think the, the progression over to Linux is something that, that did not make sense to me five years ago, and now it completely <sighs> makes sense. I totally get it. Because Linux is such a, an amazingly powerful tool if you know how to use it but nobody really knows how to use it. You, you know, a lot of the experts really, you know, don't have a full, true understanding, whereas anybody that's spent their life in IT who's been doing Windows knows how to manipulate it. I used to write custom embedded, um, embedded operating systems uh, for each specific PC, so I would take, you know, Windows 7 embedded and... and cut all the pieces out to make it just do what I needed. Um, I kind of did that with my Bortle combat machine. I used seven embedded because I had all the tools for my job right there. And it, it was so much easier for me to make something like that. And now everything's changed. You download groovy. Uh, is, is it just groovy arcade is the correct name, right? Yes. Groovy Arcade. You could flash uh, that to a USB stick. You put yes, it on your definitely. PC and you're done. And yeah. that's it. If you can flash a Raspberry Pi, there's a little bit of configuration. you got to still put your games in and stuff like that. You know, there's still a few. But, I mean, when I first started messing with this, I, I'm i not lying when I say the original arcade section of Retro RGB, which is mostly deleted because it's so outdated now, but that was probably, probably 200 hours worth of work total over the course of a year or so to get it there. And I used, I mean... In the in the moment, I was quite proud of the solutions that I came up with, but in hindsight, compared to what's out there now, it's embarrassing. Like, oh, just copy and paste this, and cross your fingers every time it boots, and you might need to, you know, to twist two wires together and lick them to see if the, <laughs> you know, so you know, it's a uh, it's pretty incredible. But it's not even just the ease of use. It's about when I when I configured that machine, it would restart uh each game in its original resolution but in windows so there was always a limitation there was always something going on some kind of you know centering <clears throat> issue or screen tearing or something so
1: i mean the the solution with with windows um there is one problem for a um, from a point of view is that uh, most people um that um started with crtm driver uh um that came from RetroArch, uh, they didn't get the nice, the good experience, okay? They, because um, RetroArch, I mean, use this um, another uh, switch rest that by, by Alfano, that was a great job, but uh, um, it, w- it wasn't updating uh, the mode lines dynamic, uh, dynamically. Now it does, okay? Now we have uh, support in RetroArch also, but at the time it wasn't that way. And so. The, the situation was a bit uh, limited. The, the ones that were enjoying the correct uh, experience were the, the ones using Ruby, Ruby main for Windows. The thing is, um, uh, Windows um, uh, for this task is horrible. Um, we have to um, fight the system uh, from the from the ground. It's everything is done against us, and and we have and we have uh, been fighting that uh, for years, and um, when you have it properly uh, set up, um, I can say that it maybe it's the best uh, possible setup. They will kill, uh, Linux guys are going to kill me, but I I still um, can state that the latency in, in Windows is uh, lowest possible. Linux is very, 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 very close, but maybe it's impossible to tell the difference, but Windows is still as, because the the Windows as, as scheduler is uh, very good, and uh, I mean most of the of the of the criticism of uh, about um, Windows are myths. They are not most of the stuff um, people think uh, regarding uh, all this latency and are um, based in myths, mm-hmm. uh, or at least knowledge uh, that comes from another area, from maybe from the. Um, normal, uh, usual video game industry, not not emulation. It's right. all the um, you know famous articles in the web are um, wrong in this idea. Uh, uh, but that is another topic. What I mean is that once you have been fighting the the, the operating system for uh, years, and you get into Linux, and you see that you you have this the source code. I mean, you can. I mean, you, when I have been. Uh, Doing uh, kernel debugging uh, for of Windows drivers with uh, with no source code and that was like nightmare. And then you you have the source code, everything is possible. I mean that is like um, you start doing things in in easy mode. It's like um, everything is possible. You just need uh, people that wants to get involved, and we have now plenty of uh, people and and it's growing, and that is going. Uh, that is the obviously is the future we cannot um uh, follow uh, we cannot go um go on with an operating system that is uh, forcing you uh, to have signature in drivers and everything is closed you don't have source code uh, um uh, you cannot uh, go that way anymore it's like um it's wasted energy wasted energy
0: yeah you know? Um, A a lot of the Windows myths, though, are also based on certain programs that just weren't written correctly. So, you know, it's one of those things where when you talk about the latency issues, it's, I guess, the best way to describe it for people who, you know, who aren't super IT nerds, like, you know, like we might be, is that, you know, how sometimes you could download a game from, you know, Steam, and you press your button on your keyboard, you press the button on your controller, and there's a lot more input lag than a different game. It's because of the way the game's written. It's a lot of emulators, and not even just emulation, but a lot of software. And I'm not a programmer, so this is going to sound... Like, I sort of know what I'm talking about, but it's it's because of the way it's it's written. If you know what you're doing, you could get it done really well. But if you don't, yeah. that's when it gets super laggy.
1: I mean that when you read these uh, articles, they they start adding, adding stuff. Like, um, they are not... The, everything is uh, confusing, they say, okay, latency uh, is explained because you have this uh, controller latency, uh, you have the the buffers, you have everything and everything. That is not well explained. You simply have a lot of confusing things that add up to something that is latency. But in reality, the the raw latency that you have in a modern PC is like... um, Few milliseconds. It's very, very, very. Uh, I mean, I can have in Groovy main. I can pull um, scan lines in in Windows, and I I can hit uh, each scan line like three, four times in a normal PC. <laughs> mm, like simply pulling the 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 API, uh, and, and that is that that kind of uh, uh, is telling you that your your thread is being awakened uh, so often. So it's um, but. We have other other problems that are very 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 complicated to solve but it's not that bad as people think linux is is almost the same i mean uh, but model operating systems in that in that um in that regard they are similar they they are, they are not real-time operating systems they, they have this scheduling stuff and okay
0: have you seen the uh, i know it's a little off topic but it's called the GILT, G-I-L-T, it's a lag testing device that you plug into your computer and you hold it in front of a monitor. Ah, you have one, Aha, nice, I <laughs> love it, love it. Stuff like that is so important because- it, this, this, was, this,
1: this was uh, made by Omek, a, a friend, and he sent it to me and I saw, I'm so um, happy to have the one one because this, this has made uh, development so much easier yeah
0: I, just, I wish I had more hours in the day i've been I had one of those i had that for a while and then I kept meaning to do a video on it and then I gave it to my friend Arturo, who uses his computer for professional fighting game use. So he really needed it, you know. I thought it would be great to have a video and to um, to promote it, but Arturo needs it. So uh, he's been saying nothing but good things. He loves it, and it, as you were saying, it's the perfect way to measure the whole thing. No myths, no no articles. You're, you're measuring the whole chain right with it. The thing is, um,
1: it's not um, that easy to um, to. You have uh, some specific. Um, I mean, you can't uh, guild uh, one one um, PlayStation. Uh, you need some uh, software in the PlayStation or in the PC that um, interacts with the uh, guild. Mm-hmm. This is what um, recently I, I made one one ROM for for the for the Gen- Genesis, uh, mm-hmm. so that now I can. Compare different emulators uh, without uh, any um, specific software, so I I can put the um, this ROM in, in the Mister or in the um, in RetroArt or main, and, and and I can compare. that, uh, that's, that's, that was done recently, and and it's thanks to these devices. Otherwise, it wouldn't be possible. It's very very nice.
0: Yeah, that, that is pretty awesome.
1: Now, in your in your latency
0: testing, what have you seen recently with, when I say modern PCs, I don't mean a $2,000 computer with a 3090 graphics card. I just mean, you know, an affordable modern PC from the past five years, maybe. You know, what's the latency looking like on that versus original equipment? Is it getting very close like I kind of think it is?
1: It's getting close as long as you can use um, frame delay or uh, with a very high value. That is not always possible. I mean, it depends on the emulation, uh, the um, the um, the power that uh, a certain hardware, em- emulated hardware, requires, and that if, uh, that is not always possible to get, like frame delay nine or something. Uh, I haven't tested, um, I haven't um, done uh, this guild test with uh, run ahead in in Libre. I cannot do that. Because uh, this uh, guild needs uh, that there are not um, uh, like, uh, dropped frames, you know. Uh, if there is one frame that's dropped or uh, or they, they don't come in the expected order, that is what happened with uh, Runahead. Mm. I mean, uh, because they are... I mean that drawing uh, head is like uh, something it's incredibly smart uh, m- method, and uh, but uh, I have this difficulty mm, to measure it. I think it has one limitation. I cannot. I have improved that, but I think it has one limitation compared to frame delay. But obviously, it exceeds the 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 um, uh, the performance of frame delay in in other situations. I think the core the correct uh, method is um, frame delay, but obviously run ahead allows something uh, that frame delay can't that is um, if, if for example if you have one monitor that has uh, in, inherent latency you can you can bypass that uh, That that with uh, run ahead you cannot do that with frame delay frame delay is good uh, for a CRT I mean mm-hmm. it's good in all situations but uh, um, for a CRT that has zero latency and if you want to have the original latency that um, that the, the hardware has. People, uh, some people want to have less latency, and um, okay, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not um, a purist on that, but I, I, uh, that is the situation. I think with you have frame delay nine, frame delay uh, eight, maybe you are like um, uh, four milliseconds uh, behind. No, 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 no. Sorry, not four milliseconds behind the original region, hardware. You are, you have. Minimum latency of four milliseconds. Four. I mean, that is what that means because that is not uh, understood um, properly. That doesn't mean that you have, uh, that when you press a button, it it takes four milliseconds more time than it would uh, on an original uh, console or or hardware. That is not the the, the explanation. It means that uh, four milliseconds is the um, lowest. Um, let's say this the the, the lowest uh, period that you can uh, press a button and still have the bot- the button uh, uh, the action in this, in the next frame. It's like um, you have a. Um, a frame that frame period is like 16.7 uh, 16 milliseconds, mm-hmm. uh, let's say that 4 is like um, is like um, 25%, okay, of that period. That would mean that the other 75% of, uh, of uh, the screen, of the situations, um, would uh, allow a next frame response. And for it's like if you press a button uh, ten times, okay, seven point five times, you will have the exact same uh, latency that you would have with um, with the console or with the original hardware. It's just that the other two point five could be you would have one frame more. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like something that adds to every. uh, So it's kind of hard to to interpret everything, but. we are very close, and it's just a matter of uh, having enough power. Really, that means that you have a good computer, and because emulation is not usually optimized in terms of uh, um, of um, low resources, I mean, it's the contrary. We they, they try to um, to favor accuracy against um, performance, and that that's why it's going to be, and. And the computers aren't getting as fast as they as faster as they did. Uh, they, 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 this has there is a slowdown in this. Okay, and maybe it's going to be stable for years. Huh? So we should maybe consider trying to make uh, everything a, bit, a little bit more um, performance, uh, more performant, you know, in order to get this latency down. But this is the only the only way to, I mean, to put it simply, in order to get low latency we need to emulate things very fast because the same run ahead is based in something similar uh, run ahead means that you have to uh, be able to emulate uh, the frame a uh, frame uh, twice or, or i mean uh, at the twice the speed or, or three times the speed that normal executions in order to be able to to record these two three frames that are going to to allow you to 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 bring the input back. So it's the same. You need powerful. Uh, you a uh, powerful uh, uh, computer.
0: Yeah, I, I think the, the four milliseconds thing, I mean, while it is different, I think that's also the good way to, to visualize a lot of different scalers these days. And you're really never more than a frame of lag. So for your average person, that's zero. You would never notice the difference. For professional fighting game players, professional tetris players you'll probably maybe see a little bit but it's really not it's not as bad as like when you see those uh scart to hdmi boxes with seven frames of lag like everybody no. will notice that one
1: <laughs> it's it's not like that i mean the, the the thing is interesting because people say that um uh, for example with um games fighting games street fighter uh they they always say that uh, you cannot do combos in the as easily uh, in main that you can in with the real hardware game. Maybe it's not just a matter of latency. It's, uh, so there's something um, something else in that the good thing about the mister is that um, because these uh, Capcom um, Jotego uh, cores are so good, we can finally maybe compare in easily and, and improve the this the we can put one side by side easily because before you had to, to um, have a very complicated setup to do that mm. it's not going to be easy anyway now but it's definitely more easy uh, because um, uh, pcBs are expensive they are um, easily they could get easily broken and and With this, maybe we can figure out what's the difference of, or maybe it's just another myth. But at least we, we will know uh, if it's just a matter of latency, or or, or is something more subtle. Because this issue is very, 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 very complicated. I mean, what well, I say is not is more is is not complicated as they they made it uh, look in these articles that I, that I meant but it has, it has its complication in very subtle details. I mean, emulation itself um, is very... Um, I mean, it's, you can likely have uh, problems with the way timings are... Um, I mean, I how to explain it? The point where the, the emulator draws inputs is important, but there is also something important. The the original hardware draws inputs at maybe a scan line 242. Uh, usually in during the during UV blank. If you uh, don't uh, schedule the frame properly, maybe maybe because some 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 hardware in MAME is emulated in that way correctly, but some isn't uh, and. If you don't uh, read the inputs where it must, be, they must be read. You can ha- have one extra frame of latency. Whatever you do uh, with frame delay, it's a matter of how the emulation is done. And That is something I'm starting to also investigate because some of uh, main uh, hardware have this um, perfect, uh, and maybe in others there are some there could be room for improvement, and even. There are maybe some uh, games in main that have less latency than they should. Also, <laughs> so this should uh, be studied. Also, yeah, that
0: stuff's fascinating to me. You know, we uh, we uh, the, my friends at Brooklyn Video Games they they swapped out for I think. Uh, I don't know if it was a tournament but it was definitely preliminaries for one and uh they did for King of Fighters for the Neo Geo core on the Mister and the crew down there the King of Fighters is huge. They love that game, they're really good at it and nobody could tell the difference. Everybody said it's it's just as good. So I would love to go in there for preliminaries one time and bring, you know, they have a couple of fast computers there. I'll bring my i9 computer and run Groovy mame or Groovy arcade on there and and see what they think about that as well. And I'm wondering if anybody will feel a difference, because when we tested the Neo Geo mini cabinet that was just sold a couple of years ago, my friend Beast came over and he said, he immediately felt the delay, but it was pretty consistent. So a couple of minutes of playing, he was able to adjust, uh, and then it was fine. It wasn't too bad. It was probably between one and two frames, maybe one and three frames. But when he uses Mister, there's no adjustment. It's exactly like it. So it's, you know, and obviously those are low-powered computers inside those arcade, you know, those ar- cheap arcade boxes. So I'd really love to go back in with MAME on a good PC and see how the pro players feel. You know, is it an adjustment or is it really just going to work right off the bat?
1: Yeah, I mean, if, uh, I, I just, uh, um, yesterday, I, I finally could kill this um uh, Mister, mm-hmm. with the, the 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 Genesis code, um, Mega Drive, and it was like uh, two point five uh, milliseconds. Uh, it's that is, if you think of it, that is um, one millisecond for um, USB polling, and one millisecond uh, V blank. So. That is no latency at all. I mean, it's just uh, completely. And we want to. I mean, we are. Uh, we can do that also in in Groovy MAME when with frame delay nine. But very few, uh, very few of the hardware in MAME allows that, unless uh, you have a super powerful PC. That is what uh, I think. Um, with there are also other other. We also have this uh, frame slice. Uh, method that we would like to to implement we have some um some test code of that but it's very complicated to implement it and because um that is for me for from my point of view that is the um, perfect uh, the perfect uh, latency um, solving method and for everything but that requires a very um a very um you know it's very complicated to to synchronize with the screen. You have need to synchronize at scanline level, and that is um, that's where the the problems with real time operating systems start to actually uh, arise. So probably probably that will need special special hardware, uh, like um, having external be- video card that totally custom hardware that um, somehow bypasses all the graphic uh, system in the operating system. Uh, All the graphic stack, everything is bypassed, uh, all the buffering, and you can uh, do direct uh, um, scan line to to CRT, to raster. Output uh, completely perfect, uh, and you have to. In mean, that, the, the advantage of that is there is no is there is no buffering. You emulate uh, scanline uh, per scanline. You don't have you don't buffer the, the the whole frame because that causes a lot of issues that are very subtle. Regarding regarding that latency, the fact that emulators um, buffer the whole frame mm-hmm. uh, is um, a source of problems uh, for all this. It's when you um, when you see the result and you are not like uh, trying to to um, to analyze this uh, from l- lower detail and um, it's you cannot notice the difference. But when latency comes in in, in place, is when all this is. Um, I mean, the perfect solution to have zero issues would be to emulate skyline per skyline and. and Draw the scan lines as soon as they are emulated, but that is in nearly very difficult to do with a, a PC. It almost can be done, but it's very difficult.
0: So, when you said some kind of custom hardware, you mean you mean a, a completely custom motherboard with processor and video chip on it, designed to run MAME in this method, or do you mean no. like a USB? No, I mean a Thunderbolt card for that.
1: Yeah, I mean there, there is one. One user in the in our uh, channel that is already experimenting with one uh, such device. There was if you have, know this ARVID uh, project, there was already one one person that um, they made this uh, with um, I can't remember the BeagleBone with uh, card, and it, it worked with through network, and it incredibly the, this. Uh, Gigabyte network is fast enough to um, uh, to do it, but uh, this this user in 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 our channel is is investigating maybe to do this with FPGA. So it would be like a um, external uh, piece of hardware that could uh, output directly to to a CRT. That would that be is, awesome. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. It's, <laughs> that is
0: so funny. I can't tell you how many people I know, on on all levels. You know, just fans saying, "Wouldn't it be cool if you could mix FPGA and software emulation all the way up to experts who are going?" I think I'm going to try to mix. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's so somebody is getting really putting some thought into this for me. That would that would be incredible.
1: I mean, this is not as easy. I mean, it's it's very complicated. But apart apart of doing the hardware, you need to. Rewrite, rewrite the, some part of the emulators. Maybe not full rewrite, but you need to actually um, rewrite a, a lot of parts. And that is like a, like a dream, but it's not um, easy. We have what we have have now is very, very good already. I mean, yeah. But of course, um, um, the, we have this problem with um, the video cards. We don't have anal- analog uh, outputs anymore in cards, and we, even if we can, we are confident for the future because these, um, you know, these the, AMD cards we have the source code for uh, Linux, and we are going to try to keep them compatible as long as possible the, for low dot pixel clocks and and for everything. And we also have this. Um, um maybe this is like um, this is um, a dongle that is meant for a uh, display port. with this uh, we can uh, have perfect um, almost perfect <laughs> nothing is perfect. We now have um VGA output from any DP uh, connector oh, wow. and it's not um, limited to certain uh, frequencies. Yeah, and this is like a, we have. Um, we're confident that this in the future can be used for at least for AMD cards, probably for others too. But this has one well, this um, real tech uh, chip that is like a, a, a DAC attack, maybe uh, that is the, the the only one that we have found that. Um, that doesn't screw the the, the the video the video signal. I mean the other ones are like um they have a one 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 clock, and as long as you, do, you see one clock, they probably they're going to, to do things bad because they are going to try to synchronize at odd frequencies. But these are like a more simpler solutions. They take just the raw lines and convert them to analog. And this this real tech chip and and the, the dongles that have this, they, they work. I mean, and some other motherboards also have this, this chip inside. Uh, some of the motherboards you see that have a VGA output, maybe meant for APUs, that, that this, you know, these APUs no longer support analog. But you see that the motherboards do support analog. And, and you ask how? That's because they, they mount these DACs uh, uh, in the motherboards to extend, to make them backwards compatible with uh, more, uh, BGA monitors. Hmm. Even when these manufacturers uh, have uh, dropped analog. But not all uh, not all DACs uh, are good for our... For our...
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm well it's... aware. I've spent quite a lot of time testing those. The ones that I've tested for HDMI sources, the brand is Lantium. the the chip that's on there and it's very good i I haven't tested the full wide range of mode lines like you might have but it it does a very good job it can handle 240p and i've reached out to this company 20 different ways i've emailed them i've had friends call them uh, you know i mean legitimately friends in china pick up the phone and call their office i've tried you know, emailing from a friend from a bigger company emailed them so they see their email address and think, oh, you know, and they never respond. I think they're just one of those companies where if you don't order a 100,000 at a time, they don't want to talk to you. So it's, you know, that's what I wanted. But Real tech. I used to have a contact at Real tech in Taiwan. Well, I, I i don't know if, I, i'm sure they're long gone but it would be nice to be able to get the full data sheet and have access to that yeah so we can I mean, make the, the, it's, it's not
1: as, it's not as expensive it's a very normal tip but um they have two two versions i think like i think it's two six two six six i, I can't give you the, the exact figure but it's they have uh, like two versions and and recently oh uh, found that is one equivalent cheaper equivalent to this one the thing is that you uh, you cannot know um, in advance if the if the dongle you buy from Amazon is has the right chip because this is not advertised some 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 people have has bought this cable the, the con uh, uh, brand and and it had the the wrong one so it's like a, it's like a matter of luck but yeah. um at least we we can be confident that this is going to be possible in the future. If you if we have this, this dax that the, that that allow this because you know the HDMI has um, a problem for this because by design it is uh, it, it has one minimum pixel clock of 25 megahertz mm-hmm. that I think that it was um, in order to to allow. Uh, um, interlaced, uh, like uh, uh, for 40, for, uh, 480 interlaced, they they made some trick of uh, pixel doubling, doubling, so they can mm, convert 25 megahertz in in 12.5, I think. But this, the um, but but that is that is a limitation. So you can use super resolutions, you can use stuff, but it's not going to go with um, uh, under under that dot clock uh, but the, the um, on the other hand the display port doesn't have this this problem it's like a perfect uh, connection it's open open source i think uh, the display port. It's not like bdh dmi has some um, license i think mm-hmm. and it's um i think we should try to focus on on Supporting this 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 connector in the future, if as a last resort, because we don't have analog anymore. <laughs> so from in the PC world,
0: DisplayPort is amazing, and I love all the things you can do. The only problem is when you in the home world, right? Like you have a brand new console, it's HDMI, your TV's HDMI. That's the only thing. So it's when you're talking to people who want to put MAME on their TV. So then they would have to get a DisplayPort to HDMI converter or they would you know but I guess at that point any you're probably going to have to buffer a little bit to make it compatible because you're not going to be able to send those crazy different mode lines and resolutions scaled I mean it's the same problem that the open source scan converter has in that you could take the resolution and double triple quadruple it but not every TV is going to understand what that signal is so it is pretty cool it's just it's frustrating because the HDMI association is pretty much an antitrust violation because the companies that own the hdmi association also regulate the or make and regulate the tvs and the, the stuff that comes out so it's kind of interesting to see but um but yeah i'm a big fan of displayport and i didn't i didn't realize it went that deep with with how much you're able to to adjust it but
1: we're well, we you... experimenting at the moment because uh, we have this we are experimenting with this. Uh, APUs that have um, these um, small boxes that you have uh, VGA is um, ASRock mm-hmm. uh, boxes. Uh, we are experimenting with that. We have good re- good results with that. But uh, we would like um, to have one future-proof solution, um, and probably this display port is the most um, at, at least until we have another uh, hardware solution like the one we are saying. At that point, maybe we don't need anything else. But...
0: Yeah, I think DisplayPort's good. I'd like to, you know, a- afterwards I'll get the model number of that chip um, because I think what would really make it easiest is if we're able to have community-built equipment where we use that chip go from DisplayPort to SCART or DisplayPort to component video or or even DisplayPort to S video and composite video because I know a lot of people who have beautiful RGB monitors but sometimes they just want to have a party and play on a giant 36 inch you know CRT that only has composite so we we could do all that the only problem is you need the data sheet of the chip and that's the problem with Lantium is that if I want to buy one right now, I could buy one chip. I could buy a thousand, ten thousand. But you ask them for the documentation, and they're like, I don't know, ask the vendor. I mean, that's <laughs> what they've said four or five times to me. Like, I, I I don't know. The company that makes it says, go ask somebody else. So that that's the issue. As long as we get the, uh, the data sheet, we can have the hardware side done to work with the software. But I think that would be cool, and I think that would be a, a perfect solution for the future, for retro gaming, is just having community-built stuff that, that we can just buy to use with any DisplayPort device.
1: Yeah, I think this this is um, at least because I want to have a hope in the future that we are going to be able to to keep the the hobby uh, going. Mm-hmm. And we, I mean, we are we are. I didn't expect that we would be uh, having support. Um, as far as this year, uh, 10 years ago. But, but I would like to, to keep everything going. And now we have this um, community is very strong with uh, Groovy Arcade. Uh, Substring is uh, doing great job with uh, maintaining this Linux uh, distribution with, uh, with all the different... I mean, he's made um, great uh, work with... Um, supporting the uh, kms uh, this uh, mode, mode switching in in kernel mode, mode switching in linux um, and this um, this is also future proof because we were afraid that um, uh, X x windows uh, x11 in, in linux i mean this is like um, we don't know how long it's going to be around uh, you know the and because everything in, we were doing in, in Linux was based in, in, in X mode lines, uh, X11 mode lines, and, you know, Wayland, uh, this new system for uh, for Windows in, in Linux, is not going to support any of this mode switching at all. We were, like, going to hit a wall in, in, in the near future, and the good thing is that um, you know uh, we uh, uh, credits are for substring and that has uh, managed to get this support also in for K- KMS that is completely independent from X11. So we are now we don't need any um, desktop environment to run um Ruby, Ruby or uh, anything with mode switching. I mean, the the foundations of this was already in the emulators, uh, in RetroArch, in in main itself, because it uses SDL, and SDL already had this uh, KMS support. Mm -hmm. But we we couldn't benefit from it because we weren't able to do dynamic mode switching. Um, This is important because it's... um, usually it's not well understood that it's not a matter of being able to output uh, just a custom custom video but it's also to do it uh, at any time at any point that being able to create new um, um, timings uh, in game uh, that is the complication of all of this because the operating systems are not expecting that you add uh, new modes after they have uh, initialized the, the hardware. Okay? That is not uh, what they expect. N- either, neither the, the, the APIs of the graphic APIs, they don't expect that you are going to have new modes uh, added. Uh, and that is something that needs uh, some hugging, uh, patching, and in order to work. So,
0: as I understand it, not being a Linux expert, but up up until recently, in order to start a game, and I just, just let me pause for one second, please, and just say that I am a huge fan of MAME, and I appreciate so much of the stuff that they've done on the console side, but it's the arcade side that I'm obsessed with, I think is just ridiculously amazing, and that's almost always the focus of my talk not because i don't think the other stuff is good it's just because you know here's something that's awesome and here's something that's holy shit amazing so (laughs) on on the main side of things when you booted a game uh using anything like this or using even any of the raspberry pi stuff um it would have to technically reboot linux into the new resolution timings and everything else And so if you had a game that had multiple resolutions inside, which was very common back in the day because on consoles, because resolutions didn't matter on CRTs, that would really trip things up because there's multiple resolutions in a game. I don't know how many arcade games would do that, but it's still... What's the most common scenario that you could think of uh, from just an arcade user where you would need to change timings without rebooting like that into the game?
1: Well, the, the thing is, there are some games, especially Sega Sega games, uh, some games based in in, in PSX uh, systems, and uh, I mean some games like Tekken. Uh, those games uh, are constantly switching uh, modes. Hmm. Um, those are arcade games. You have um, all other ones, hero fighters, those games uh, switch uh, resolutions and. They are not so common, like in the, for example, the you see, you think of the Mega Drive. Uh, in there, you have a constant mode switching, and that's also because uh, Sega hardware also in arcade, and arcade Sega's hardware also does the same. But um, the thing is, uh, the important thing to understand is that. Um, Systems that are, I mean, solutions, not system solutions, by the video solutions that are based on um, lists of modes, they are um, completely um, wrong and limited for this, for arcade, because arcade, uh, arcade resolutions, refresh rates are so many different that you cannot um, create a, a list that the operating system can reasonably handle. It's too long, it makes the system laggy just in order to, to process that. So, what we did in Windows was to create a table of dummy modes because when you have a lot of different timings, the resolutions are not so so many. They are more or less, uh, and they're like a few ones, more or less. So the idea was that you could have one dummy resolution, so you could um, modify the refresh and the timings on real time. That is what made um, Groovy main for Windows possible. Now, in Linux, uh, we have the more flexibility, so we don't need to, to do that. Uh, but can create the, the modes um, at any point that we want. The problem with, as you said, that this was in the Linux in the Raspberry Pi that you needed to reboot. Now they have already uh, fixed that these guys from RGB uh, Pi, um, from the, this uh, cable, they have they have, um, they have um, found also a situation. They are also using switch rest now, but they have their own method. And... They have uh, found a, a, a workaround for this using uh, KMS also. So everything is uh, coming together to the same direction. And it's very exciting that um, we are uh, improving the, the, the quality of, um, at least from the user point of view. I mean, uh, main devs would say that we are not improving emulation, <laughs> but. <laughs> of course, they are. They are the ones that do a great job uh, finding because you cannot imagine. Maybe you you can, but but, but m- many people can imagine the how difficult the actual emulation is. I mean, this is incredibly difficult. Something that is very complicated. to very few people can do that, and we are just like uh, making this uh, more. Um, I think that. It, Aesthetically um, 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 acceptable for people. I, 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 I couldn't play something that has tearing. For for instance, I can I, my 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 um, uh, no, the the illusion. The the I mean, for me, for me, the magic is completely completely lost. Uh, if you, I, ha, I have uh, video problems, tearing, audio crackling, uh, that is for me, it kills the, the experience. And I think that mm, this is, I mean, the, the reason that even the Pi is doing things uh, properly uh, in this regard, for me, is a great success of the of the emulation uh, scene, you know, because um, in the past, we have had so terrible uh, um, solutions out there, where there are still many, but uh, I think that the, the, this is very, very good news that this is happening.
0: You know. Yeah, I agree completely. And you know, it's funny too because it's I've worked with I've worked in technology my whole life. I got my first corporate job when I was 19, and I didn't even know it until recently. But my my role has really always been to be the middleman, same as I do with Retro RGB to talk to all of the different devs. And I can't tell you how many times in my life I've had this same conversation where it's you know the very smart grumpy dev can't understand why somebody else is doing something to the, you know to their just leave it alone it's fine but when you put all of these pieces together and all of these people working together you get some amazing things that come out of it so it, yeah it's it's funny uh, you know uh, I want to. I've been trying to keep up with all of the stuff. There's not enough hours in the day, but I've seen the new Raspberry Pi images out. I have a Pi Four, and I have the images sitting right on my desktop, that I haven't even flashed yet. There's a couple more Mame devs uh, I would like to, to interview as well. And I'll get to all of it eventually, but it's just everybody that comes together to make this thing a whole is is the end result. The the one thing that does absolutely crack me up. I, mean, I don't know what side of the fence you're on for this one, but. There's a lot of people that say, like, a good GUI is stupid. You don't need a good interface. You just play the games. And it's just... That that part really cracks me up, too. Because when you get too flashy, it's confusing. But a basic interface where you could just load something up, like Ruby Arcade. You put your games in. You select your game. You go. The very basics of that are so important. And a lot of these solutions over the years... I mean, that's why, like, Emulation Station did so well on the Pi. Because up until then... I mean, you remember what Mame emulation was like ten years ago. If you just had Mame without a launcher, you were manually typing everything into a command prompt. So yeah. you tell somebody who loves games, who's not a DOS expert, you know, ten years ago, now it's <laughs> Linux, but you no, know, oh yeah, just run this command. And if you have your favorite games, create a batch file, to script it. They're gonna, what are you talking
1: about? Like, so it, I mean, there are some some guys in the in the arcade controls forum that they get. Mad when I ask them to type one command, but not not in the way that you would say, okay, that is something that I can. That I, I am not. I have no experience with command line. Okay, I understand that. It's like, it's like you wanted to oppress them because you, <laughs> you, you wanted to to make them feel like, um, like like I I can't explain it, but it's like a. Um, it's like the people no longer accept that they have to type stuff on a command line. That is like they are another generation of people. And I see it with my kids. They they, they, they have these tablets and, they, and they, they don't even think that a computer is something that you can program. I mean, when we started with all this, you had these magazines that you had uh, lists of code that you had to type, and your relation with the computer was uh, something. You from day one you knew that you you could program the computer. That is that was the the situation. Now uh, it's really hard if you want to get started with programming. which have you have more information than. Than ever, but but it's more complicated, I think, because um, there are more layers of of, uh, of of in between. I think I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is that you, the you said something that is important. The interface, I mean, the external, uh, but also I mean I come. From one, my background is I come from uh, I am architect. I come from one aesthetics um, background, and for me, my approximation to video games is uh, like uh, something from the aesthetics, you know. And I, for me, it's uh, I mean they they are like. Um, um, like pieces of uh, not not art, but like uh, something like how would I say? They're like um, a destillate of the of the eighties and 90s, 90s. the Cold War, the, all the things that are in there, the the CRTs. That is something that um, has some atmosphere around, and the moment you put it on an LCD and uh, you have this tearing, and, and you don't have the proper refresh. You don't, I mean, for me, it's completely killing experience. I I I know that some people just say it is a game. I want to play the game, and and for me, it's funny. I don't mind about all of that. But for me, it's like uh, if I have this. Uh, problems on, in the, uh, on the screen is like this too uh, it, it breaks the spirit completely it's, um, for, I prefer not doing that I prefer to go uh, to the street and, and run or whatever but not to be in front of the screen that has these issues you know? So for you and I who grew up
0: with these things we, we see the same differences that somebody born 20 years ago would see but we describe it differently And I think a big problem is that if you just show people pictures of stuff, um, it's really hard to to get the difference. There's one person on Twitter that's uh, doing a great job these days. They started out doing an okay job, now they're doing a really good job comparing CRTs to just screenshots. But the problem, even as good as those pictures have gotten, you need to see it in person because a CRT is a beam of light drawing an image on the back of an etched piece of glass one line at a time so your vision your persistence of visions what's holding it there but when you're looking at that glass you're actually looking through so all of the space between you know what we call scan lines now what you and I know and every, all the other nerds know that the images is actually the scan lines but the black space in between you're looking through that so not only do you have this the etching on the back of the CRT giving a false sense of more resolution because, you know, the mask cuts through the low graphics, but the space between you're looking through. So when you take that image that feels <clears throat> so detailed and you just stick it on a flat panel without proper scaling and, you, you know, you get the screen tearing and you, you get all this weird stuff, it just it looks terrible. And you don't have to grow up with it to see the differences, how they would describe it versus we describe it's different. But so, yeah, it's it's really anybody that really wants to experience these things the same way they they always were need to take the time to do stuff like this. And it's exactly like cars, right? You could watch a, a video on old muscle cars, and then you could get into your brand new electric car, which is probably 10 <laughs> times faster, but it's not the same. It's not the same. You get in that car, you got to pump the gas three times to prime it. You know, you turn the key and it, the whole car shakes. It's just, it's not the same.
1: It's not the same. The same. The it's cars. not the same. It's not the same. I mean, the, the thing is that these uh, filters, um, CRT filters, uh, they, are, they are getting great, very great. In replicating a photography of uh, of a CRT, you know, yes. but not the CRT in, in, in movement. Uh, for that, you need um, a lot of uh, different uh, factors. You need um, a lot of brightness that you can have now with any uh, any of the of the modern uh, screens. I mean, they have. Um, Objectively, they have more uh, brightness, but they ha- cannot do it through a mask, or they cannot do it like um, like a strobing, uh, like a CRT. They they have to be static to get that brightness. So that is a problem. I mean, this is I can't add any more information about this because it's well known. It's everywhere, everywhere in the internet. I'm not adding anything, but for me, it's um, I just wanted to say to comment that because uh, it's like. Um, this, um, this, the, the, I mean, the actual physical reality of the CRTs, the fact that they are mm, glass uh, with um, electron gun uh, and they 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 have uh, magnets, they are real things. I mean, they, they they have one, they are that's something that the day that they are finally lost, we will miss some important part of our history because, um. I mean, that's that's this is the point that um, is, is usually lost in the preservation um, uh, topic. I mean, everyone wants to preserve even the most stupid um, machine. Uh, I don't know, uh, but, but not even by the ones. I mean, uh, and but the the actual uh, for me the actual device was the CRT. you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, obviously, <laughs> it's important to me. So. <laughs> I mean the. What came to the uh, dining room of people first was the was the CRT, was the TV, mm-hmm. and you know the Atari, and everything came as a peripheral for the CRT. It wasn't, but you know a, 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 a nowadays uh, way of thinking is that you have the 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 the, the, the video game, that the PlayStation, you have the computer. And the screen is, a per- is the peripheral, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that is the, the the opposite thing. Yeah, I uh, want to reivindicate this uh, this point of view because otherwise uh, uh, our work is not uh, correctly understood.
0: Yeah, you know that's that's a very good way to put it. That, you know, that i i'm gonna I'm gonna steal that from you that, that's, that's a really great thing you don't know, you don't know. the work the work that you all put into this could never truly be understood unless you really understand crts and and why they're important or 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 maybe they're not important to you and that's fine too but people have to understand that they are an important part of history so that's my work that you do and that your team does and everybody you work with over the past geez. 14 years now or something like that. It's, uh, you know, however, 15, whatever long, you know, you I, I, I started with this in
1: 2007. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know, 15 years.
0: So, um, <laughs> if people want to get started experiencing this, so it's easier on an RGB monitor because you could just take VGA or DisplayPort and turn that into RGBS. And I'm not going to waste everybody's time here. I talk about that all the time on the podcast and stuff. But, if you have an RGB monitor and you want to rediscover Mame, let's just say, because everybody's used Mame. If you're listening to this podcast, you've used Mame definitely. But rediscover all of the changes and additions of the past. A couple of years have gone pretty crazy in a good way, obviously. But so you take uh, a CRT and you find yourself the hardware solution to go VGA to um, to how you know your RGBs. You find. A video card on a list, I, I've always referenced your lists over the years, by the way, um, but you find a video card on your list that is compatible with the ability to use Groovy Arcade and send 15 kilohertz, correct?
1: Yes, I to make things easier for people, for new people, I would recommend to buy one of these... Um, entry entry segment cards from the uh, uh, 600 generation, like uh, the 6450 uh, AMD card that has one VGA output or something like that. Those are completely going to work. I mean, there there are no problems. And you just find them like uh, for $10 $10 or so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to make sure everybody's clear about that. The cards that we're talking about are like, I see them on eBay ranging between 10 and $60, depending on features and which ones. But you, I mean, generally speaking, $30 is probably today a good price to expect for that. So we're not talking about $1,000 solutions. We're talking about very affordable, but they're all PCI Express, right? There's no USB solution yet. There's no Thunderbolt solution, unless you do it yourself, obviously. No,
1: I don't think so. I think you have to buy one one of these cards, because there are other solutions. We have these APUs that some of them work, but it's kind of um, a matter of luck, okay? And, and, and if you don't want, because even the, I mean, people get frustrated, but uh, because they, these um, setups are complicated, I do have problems. It's, I, I have I, I've been doing this for 15 years, and each time I build a new thing, there are some things that fail because there are a lot of little um, things in the chain and just one of them fails. And and, uh, when when you have some experience with this, that you have uh, plenty of CRTs, you have different cables, you have, you can try different. I mean, if if it is failing, okay, well, you can try with another CRT and you discard the CRT or you discard the the connector. You have, but when you start with it, you just have one of, of, of each things. And, and if one of them fails you are dead and that is that is why it's complicated but mm. once you have uh, made it it's not that hard i mean it takes like uh, one hour to to get things i i i would say less but if you just download um grubby arcade and uh, you have one pc with um with a hard drive with a, um, available to to install it one, one, one compatible video card, it's going to be very easy to get it going, yeah. uh, provided you have the correct cable and, and the CRT. I mean, in Europe, we have SCART, so it's much easier. It is. But um, you have sorted out this ability this, uh, this, connection that, to get RGBS. Then the, the the PC part is, you have some experience with building PCs, and it's not complicated. It's, I would buy, as I said, one, one cheap um, card that has analog output. And then when you have experience, maybe you can mm, get with more modern cards because by, my aim with this was that modern cards could be supported because I didn't want um, people to have to use two GPUs like NVIDIA and AMD to because the that makes things, I think, more complicated. Mm-hmm. But I... But the, Most uh, powerful cards more often uh, don't have analog uh, ports anymore. Mm. So we have also some supported cards that are more powerful. But I would uh, try first with one of these simple cards with just uh, two outputs. That makes because the more outputs a card has, the most probable is that you send the outputs the output through the wrong one. So it's maybe you have to make things easier for you. I think.
0: So uh, on. On the PC side of things, I would say that any PC in the past year, or past 10 years, would definitely run MAME, but what do you think is a good middle ground? So obviously, you know, in a perfect world, you're just the fastest PC, so you never have to worry, but, you know, if somebody gets a 2012 i7... That's probably going to do a decent job. But what about yeah. like an i5 from a few years ago? Is it, is it generally, you know, modern modern processors are doing pretty well with that?
1: Modern are going, most of them are going to do a good job. I mean, something like five years ago, you know, the most important, as you know, is the single core uh, performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and And I think that one... I, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter that is uh, i three uh, i i five i seven because that usually is the number of cores. So, and you don't really. I mean, I I would prefer that people in, didn't go for these uh, dual core systems because in the future we want to add um, when we get this. Um, uh, we would like to, to be able to use uh, the threads on another uh, core to do polling of the scan lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're not using, using that any uh, uh, yet. So, But people need to uh, look for single core performance and that probably uh, one i5 for maybe five years ago is going to do a good job, I think. Obviously, um, it's... Laptops and such are always worse because those they have uh, these heating problems and performances, some bottlenecks of um, other nature. The, you, if possible, you have to have one proper PC with a normal box, and and the most um, you don't have to buy to buy one. Uh, Computer brand new for that, but also junk collecting is not a good um, starting point for this because you are going to have um, issues of uh, compatibility with uh, with hardware, and, and I think that getting trying to recycle an old computer makes things more difficult for the newcomer. Uh, but also, but it's quite often that the newcomer doesn't want to spend. Uh, $500 or so on an UPC, and um, So it's something right.
0: that... But on the flip side, it's also very common for an adult to have... You know, I, I can't tell you how many of my friends and family, they'll get a new computer, I'll transfer all the files over, and they say, what do you want to do with the old one? And I'll say, it's not really worth anything, leave it in your closet in case this one ever dies. So that means... Now they have a perfectly good computer sitting there that's just not good for day-to-day stuff. So the thought of finding something like that, which many of us probably have in a closet somewhere, putting in one of these compatible video cards and starting is definitely a good basis. I was curious about the laptop side, though, because there's integrated graphics that run with the same chipsets that you would recommend that have VGA output. It's starting to get less common these days, uh, but unless that's your only choice... You, it's probably best to just stick with the
1: desktop, right? I think so. I think so. I have tried Groovy Mane on laptops and, and it works reasonably well. But um, the the fact that the you know the they start like um, you know you if you use frame delay uh, the the fan starts to, to make noise. I mean I don't like laptops at all. I, I use them because they you can put them use them On a sofa. (laughs) I don't like laptops. Uh, They they, they get hot. They have these um, bottlenecks. I think they are not they are not good at all. But um, at least for this, uh, they have other 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 things. But I I would use one one one. As you said, one of these, uh, you know, your your friends' uh, virtual PC. But if it's not too old, I mean, because you're not going to want, you don't want to use a a, a code to do now uh, or something like that. It's, yeah. it's like I have I have one one in my cabinet. I, I confess, <laughs> but, but but you don't want to use that. There are better yeah. things. Okay. So I guess the last
0: thing to tie it all together would be the drive. Um, is running this off of a USB 3.0 flash drive going to be okay, or does uh, does the emulation constantly read the drive as it's being used?
1: You mean the, the 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 USB? Yeah, so running it
0: off a USB versus a SATA hard drive or something like that.
1: But you mean for using um Ruby Arcade? Yes. Ah, okay. No, I don't recommend that. I mean, the, the the if you if you want to to use that, I mean, you can test it from the from the USB. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to use that, I recommend you install it because. Uh, some years ago, I, I, I wanted to, to make this like a popular solution to use it from a pendrive, but the pendrives uh, break because of this. You know, if, you, if you use um, I experience, I mean, maybe if you have one expensive pendrive, it takes longer to break. But if you use it, you know, because unless you disable the swap drive, you know, because uh, this swap drive in the, in the systems is constantly breathing mm-hmm. and it breaks, it completely breaks the, the, the pen drive, So it's not going to break if you use for a while, but if you use, a, uh, you, you use it every day, it will break. Right? I think that for testing is okay, but if you want to make a constant use, you have to install in a hard drive. You don't need a very, high, very big hard drive, but I would use a fast one because what is nice is to um, something that boots fast. Agreed. It's 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 more important than than you think because when you have to test stuff, the the time that it takes to to, <laughs> to restart well, is the well is makes waste uh, right. is your lifetime and if, uh, it's 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 a good investment to have one SD SSD uh, disk these days.
0: It's very At cheap least. too. I've seen 128 yeah. gigabyte SSDs for twenty dollars, and no, they're not the fastest on the planet, but they're all faster than the USB versions of it. So. Mm. Um, The only ones that I have seen, I have seen SSD USB sticks. I have one right here. It looks just like a regular USB, but it's not flash memory. It's SSD. The only reason I brought that up is because there's many of us that probably have a PC like the one I just built with an extra PCI Express slot. So would it be plausible to put one of these older graphics cards in the extra slot, boot from a USB flash drive, um, and then be able to tell Groovy Arcade, to use that video card, not the yes. other one. Okay,
1: it is possible, but uh, maybe it doesn't work out of the box because uh, this Groovier um, Gate has one one script uh, when it starts that tries to uh, automatically find your your the correct the correct output because. Um, mm, it cannot be known for sure where well, it has to send the video. You have two cards. It's maybe it's more complicated to get that working. Maybe some people have done it, but maybe it could, you would need some manual tweaking. But it can be done. It can even be done that I think some user has has, has achieved it this to use NVIDIA uh, GPU and AMD and make them work together. Hmm. But that is something more advanced. Yeah. You want something easy. I think it's uh, like one single card. And I know that the, what, pe- what people um, makes... What refrains people from testing this is because ma- many people have NVIDIA cards only uh, because they are so popular, and and just few people uh, have AMD cards. And because of that, um, because the typical question is, is this uh, already compatible with NVIDIA? Uh, can, can we run this in NVIDIA? Indeed, you can. I mean, the the, the because the, these new drivers uh, are partly supported because this um, all the APIs that, that we use now are common to, to Intel and common to NVIDIA. So in theory, it could be used also, but these um, drivers have compatibility issues with uh, low dot clocks and sometimes interlays. So it's not... My, my, my advice is that unless you know what you're doing, I mean, uh, you shouldn't uh, use anything for starting that is not AMD because it's much easier. Yeah, I'm smiling
0: because the very first conversation you and I had 10 years ago on a forum was this. I was trying to use Intel integrated graphics and you had helped me try to figure out to see if maybe I could get it to work uh, but you had said you know it would be much easier if you just used the A T uh, you know A M D card and, and everything else. So that, that's pretty funny. It's a good piece of advice. It's uh you know but
1: when one when, when, when one starts uh, you want to use what you have available and um, and it's something that uh, if the, the the fact that you have to buy something just in order to try it it, it puts you off. I mean it's understandable. Uh, so.
0: Well, I, I feel like there's two types of people that would be interested in this. There's the type of person that says. No, I want to use what I have. It's a challenge and it's exciting and I enjoy it. And there's another person that says, I just worked 10 hours and I want to play some video games. So let me order this card off of eBay. Let me take my (laughs) mother-in-law's old computer. Let me take this adapter and I'm going to make it work in an hour and a half. So,
1: (laughs) I mean, the the person that actually wants to experiment and to try uh, with Intel or I would advise that, that that they do because they can provide us information. The problem is if you don't uh, want to experiment, you try what you have and you after go to a forum and and cry because it doesn't work. I mean, it's it's not it's not um, recommended. We recommend AMD because um, it's it's what we test actually and. Um, other solutions may work I mean I have successfully made my Intel integrated car working perfectly but not not, not perfectly I mean you can get um a 15 kilohertz, kilohertz but then uh, you have tearing issue issues why you have tearing I, I not. I don't know exactly I have investigated maybe with the X drivers I don't know but the support isn't good I mean the yeah. the, the, the only uh, company that has uh, employees full-time working for for open source drivers is amd so you have to support that i mean they cannot, mm, uh, because uh, nvidia is cool because uh, i mean I, I support amd because they are working on open source you now and I and mean, they they make my life easier and and, and i think that mm, that is what uh, we should uh, okay support them
0: makes sense so uh this was awesome. I'm, I enjoyed the hell out of this. I You've inspired me to take. I have a PC over there I, I've been using for other things <laughs> on the... I have one of those graphics cards that's compatible. I'm going to turn this into it. I'll probably do a live stream next week just for fun. But, uh, but yeah, this is great. Um, you know, I've, I've been wanting to reach out to you for a long time to do this. I, I appreciate the time. And I would definitely <laughs> like to do it again in the future. Maybe when uh, you know, the next, uh, next release comes out or something, we could do a live stream together. Because this is,
1: Forget Forget you know,
0: MAME is so important. And everybody that supports it in any way to help all of the other pieces come together. It, it just—it's what makes it usable, right? It's just—we all need each other to help with this stuff. And I love the MAME devs. I love the people like you and the people you work with who who make all the other pieces work together. And you know, I try to sing it praise and introduce it to other people. So this is this is cool.
1: You make a great job with your your channel. Uh, well, thank really, you. I like it. I like
0: it. Thank you very much. So I really appreciate your time. I will leave links to where everybody could find your work and all the stuff that we talked about. And uh, hopefully, we could do this again.